It's time to accelerate. Hi, I'm your host, Andy Paul. Join me as I host conversations with the leading experts in sales, marketing, sales automation, sales process, leadership, management, training, coaching, any resource that I believe to help you accelerate the growth of your sales, your business, and most importantly, you. Hi, welcome to the show today. I am super excited to talk with my guest. Joining me is Howard Brown, founder and CEO of Ring DNA, a sales enablement and engagement platform. Howard, welcome to the show. Thank you, Andy. Thanks for having me. Really excited to be here. So if you could, just take a minute, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about Ring DNA, and then let's get into it by saying, how'd you get involved in sales? Yeah, so uh, name Howard Brown, CEO of Ring DNA, and uh, Ring DNA is a sales acceleration platform. And we really help sales teams maximize performance by really helping them uh, qualify, connect, and convert more customers. How I got involved in sales, I, I think that's a, uh, it's a partially loaded question. I, I think everything we do in some ways is sales. I think it's uh, core to communications, and I think the mere fact that, uh, that sales is, is changing on a daily basis to involve, uh, to involve more about uh, knowledge exchange and transfer than uh, high-pressured sales as we used to think about it. Mm-hmm. So... Ring DNA could call it a sales acceleration platform. I mean, tell us a little bit about what it actually does. Yeah, so I, what Ring DNA does is we help sales reps who are incredibly busy, who have lots of daily tasks uh, and activities. We help them prioritize those tasks and activities. We help them connect with more prospects through communication tools, and we help them convert by helping them have more contextual conversations, providing data that uh, is helpful when they're uh, talking to their prospects or customers. All right, so there's a lot in there, the <laughs> statement I just made. So let's start, I get the hint that in there you've got a, a, a dialer of some sort. So how is that different than, because you're talking about making more connections, how is it different than a conventional auto dialer or power dialer? Yeah, so I, at, at its very core, Ring DNA started with the idea that we wanted to help our reps connect with the best or most likely prospects. And in today's world that's led by demand gen and, and your, uh, your prospects or customers doing quite a bit of the research online before ever reaching out to you, uh, it's even more critical to have visibility into who you should be connecting with. Mm-hmm. And so by connecting various third-party systems, whether those are marketing systems like Marketing Automation, Marketo, Eloqua, uh, Salesforce.com, Google AdWords, we are able to surface information about buyers, what they're doing online, and when to reach out to them. And so this is what they're doing online on your website or in general, tracking their social footprint and seeing how they're engaged in topics that could be of interest to you know, the company, the product or service you're selling? Well, and that's, it's a great question, Andy. What we do is we allow for you to connect with any data that's relevant. There are so many different tools out there, whether they're social tools or marketing tools. Um, We don't provide a black box methodology. We allow you to use your predictive analytics engine to funnel that data into Ring DNA and to create interesting moments or moments in time where the rep should be reaching out 
and give them talking points about what they should be discussing. Interesting. So you're like a pipe, if you will. I mean, you're bringing these various pipes together onto your platform. Correct. And adding tools. So our dialer will help you reach more prospects by making dials from local area code. We have research across our customers that show close to 68% of their prospects are more likely to pick up the phone when they receive a call from a local area code. Ah, very cool. Very cool. So regardless of where your rep or your call center is actually placed is when they're making a call to a customer in another area code, that call is going to look as if it's originating in that area code. Correct. It's, it's, it's very rare that we pick up toll-free numbers or calls from uh, unlisted uh, phone numbers. And so uh, it's funny. A lot of people challenged us early on. Well, isn't that starting the relationship uh, misleading? It, it really isn't. It's, uh, it, it's a way of reaching out to people um, and, and getting them to pick up the phone. And if, you're, if your messaging, if your content is useless to them, then yes, you're wasting their time and you're being misleading. But if you're calling with something that's of use and helpful, which I think is the primary mission of Ring DNA and should be of most sales reps, um, then you start the relationship by, by giving them something. Yeah, I mean, I, well, explore that a little bit more. I mean, I find it interesting that people find that misleading that uh, you do this local, local area code origination somehow that it's being misleading to the customers. What was the concern there? Just that uh, if, if they were to ask, are you actually located in whatever city, uh, that area code, if you were dialing out of Los Angeles, for example, and the 213 area code, right. uh, you might get the question, are you calling from Los Angeles? Um, for for Ring DNA, it actually shows the power, the power of our platform by dialing people from local area codes people pick up the phone and, and the mere fact that they pick up the phone leads to conversations. And, uh, let's face it, you can't sell anything. You can't engage with prospects if you're not having conversations. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I, I asked the question cause I, I have to admit, you know, I've never, almost never that I can recall had a customer ask me where I was calling from. It seems like sort of a non-issue. So I, I was, I was interested to hear how, how big of a feedback you were getting on their pushback you were getting on that. So, um, so give us an example of how somebody uses the, the platform, what sort of outcomes they're experiencing with it. Yeah, so two-part two question there, how they're using the platform. I, the majority of our customers really do use whatever contextual information they're able to get out of their CRM. We are built on top of Salesforce.com, so that's key. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we surface information from Salesforce CRM. And then we also surface information, again, across marketing platforms. So in a lot of cases, our customers will actually sync up their Google AdWords accounts to ring DNA so that when a phone call comes in, for example, on inbound, they can route that call to a rep that has a higher close percentage on that particular campaign. And how we do that is by sticking your Google AdWords campaigns with Ring DNA, we provision phone numbers against those keywords. So if you go to Google and you search cloud computing, the website that pops up, um, your website would then show a phone number specific to that 
keyword, mm -hmm. which will then allow the prospect to call that phone number, route it to the rep with the best close percentage, and then that rep will be provided with some contextual information. Did that prospect call before? Have they ever bought anything from you? They may be presented with a call script based upon that keyword. Um, have they emailed with the prospect before? Those sort of uh, data points, which really allows you to have a better conversation. Well, you know that, that I'm really obsessed with this concept and talk about it in my latest book, Amp Up Your Sales, about making sure that every sales interaction that the sales rep is delivering something of value that's going to help the prospect move one step closer to making a decision. Now, some of that is going to come from the knowledge that the rep has, but if the rep doesn't have, let's say, enough knowledge in themselves, I mean, is the contextual information that's served up enough to sort of get them across the threshold to help them be credible with the prospect? Uh, hopefully it is, and, and we really allow the sales managers and marketing teams to uh, utilize the tool to provide that data. So um, if you're utilizing the tool in a, in a productive manner, it means that you're actually taking the time to understand your sales process, your prospect or customer's pain points, and filling the, the tool with data that is helpful. Now, have you been able to measure, I mean, to me, sales acceleration is a term that's overused in many respects, and I like to sort of simplify and say, sales acceleration is really nothing more than helping the customer move, move from the initial point of interest to a decision more quickly, right? It's not about the sales process as much as about, really, ultimately, it's about how the customer can make a decision more quickly. Are you finding you're getting those results with, with the scissor? Your customers are getting the results with the system? Yeah, it's been, it's been incredible, and I think that for us, it's been a process of listening to our customers and what their uh, challenges are and being agile enough to build uh, that into our platform. So we, we see huge increases uh, in the number of seats that we provide our customers, and that we, we like to think a small part of that is because they're utilizing uh, our platform. We have close to 40% of our customers actually order additional seats within three months, and that's not because they're piloting, it's because they're hiring. Certainly part of that is the, the huge expansion that we're seeing in, in the inside sales role, mm -hmm. but also uh, they're, they're proving out a better ROI by one, hiring these larger inside sales teams, and two, making them more productive. Uh, the ability to provide a tool like RingDNA where it's, sure, it is about moving that customer uh, along quicker and making a decision, but it's also about uh, making a more successful sales rep. And the way you do that is by providing tools that allow for better training um, and, and, and education and, and the ability to, to test and measure your messaging, your voicemails, your talking points, uh, the ability to have your sales manager or coach listen in on calls and provide feedback in real time uh, is of utmost importance and, and makes the difference in uh, creating uh, successful reps and helping them onboard and, uh, and, and hit a, a, a nice uh, cadence, yeah, nice cadence. Uh, quicker than uh, if you don't provide that. So what's the profile of a company that's using Ring DNA today? I mean, help, help, help the listeners identify or self-identify whether they might be a prospect. Yeah, so uh, the, the perfect customer today is a, is a 
company that's uh, interested in rapid growth that has an inside sales team or is in the process of building out an inside sales team. Uh, typically, we find uh, customers that have uh, gone through recent funding rounds, so series A, B, or C funding rounds, uh, high-tech companies that usually involve multiple touch points, uh, so it's not just about connecting with a customer once and 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 that's all you're going to do it's about uh it's about a cadence and setting up rules and and uh having better conversations perhaps a more complex though correct that's an easier way of putting it okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad i could help you out there so yeah, right, we're going to pause there for a short break but before we do i'm going to ask you a question when i ask all my guests and a little hypothetical scenario, and we'll let you think about it while we take the break, and I'll come back and get your answer. So here's the hypothetical scenario. You're a new sales manager, but hired into a company whose sales have been stagnated and stagnating and solved. Um, the managed upper management wants you to come in and make a big impact quickly. So what are the two things you do in the first week that would have the biggest impact? And we'll come back after the break, and we'll talk more with Howard Brown, founder and CEO of RingDNA. Hi, this is Andy. Connect and Sell is used by sales reps at nearly a thousand companies, including hundreds of technology startups and several Fortune 500 companies, to overcome the challenges of getting prospects on the phone. Companies using Connect and Sell grow their revenues faster by enabling their sales reps to have more sales conversations in 90 minutes than they could otherwise achieve in an entire week. Connect and Sell can be deployed directly to your sales reps, or you can take advantage of their outbound on-demand service which delivers qualified prospect meetings scheduled directly on your sales rep's calendars. Visit connectandsell.com to learn more about how Connect and Sell can start filling your pipeline today. Welcome back. My guest today is Howard Brown, founder and CEO of RingDNA. So, Howard, before I went away to the break, I posed a hypothetical scenario to you. You're a new sales manager hired into a company whose sales have stalled, may stagnated, and upper management wants you to make some Big impact quickly. So what are the two things you would do in the first week that would have the biggest impact? The two things I would do in the first week to have the biggest impact would be to interview current customers as well as my sales team. You get a better understanding of how the customers are using the product, what value they're driving from it, and to interview the sales team to really understand how they're selling, what they're selling, and... Uh, and, and what I can, uh, where I can add immediate value. Okay. Good. Good. So let me ask a question back on RingDNA. Is it purely for inside sales teams? I mean, are field salespeople using it as well, or hybrid sales organizations? Definitely, hybrid sales organizations are using it. Uh, it's it, when you think about a field sales guy today. It used to be that he spent the majority of time just doing meetings. I think more and more we're seeing uh, field sales guys following some of the same cadence and, and workflow as an inside sales rep. Certainly they go and meet with their customers, but they still have to follow up. They have to write emails. They have to make phone calls. They have to uh, record their phone calls. Uh, they have to uh, make sure that they're uh, you know, following the best practice. And, and so I, 
we, we are seeing tremendous growth with inside sales teams, but we certainly are within organizations that have uh, a sales process where an inside sales team will reach out to prospects. Uh, they may do warm or cold transfer to the field sales rep. And all of that activity is then stored in CRM. So you know exactly what's effective, uh, what part of that handoff process, which reps worked well together. Again, it's all about testing and measuring every stage every part of the process. I mean, obviously you play a role in systematizing the process, you know, the sales process, but I've surveyed, gosh, over the last two and a half years, I've surveyed 300 sales organizations, and what I found is that 72% of them did not have a documented sales process in place. And basically, they just start making it up as they go along. I mean, do you run into that, or are you finding the companies you're selling to are primarily you know, a little more organized, a little more evolved, a little more mature. Well, it really depends who you ask within that organization. Every sales manager I talked to said they have some process documented. Um, but whether or not that process that's documented actually is executed upon is a, is another story. So um, at least the organizations we deal with, um, they tend to have a process. They don't know how effective that process, process actually is. They don't even know which of their sales reps follow that process. And so the ability to quickly uh, systematize, instrument that process, and then test and measure the effectiveness is really critical. And it's really easy easy and straightforward with ring DNA. Yeah, and it's incredibly valuable information if you're a sales manager to understand what the process is, is it being followed, who's following it, and what the success they're having with it. Absolutely. So how do you define sales productivity? This is another question I tend to ask most of my guests because there seems to be sort of a wide variety of answers I receive. So to you, what's sales productivity? Well, I think sales productivity really... Uh, really varies by organization. It, if you look at the metrics or KPIs or benchmarks that are critical to each organization um, and, and what, what, what really drives success. So in many organizations, uh, they may consider uh, the number of dials a rep has as, uh, as, as a key benchmark. Other organizations may look at the number of conversations that lead to demos or meetings. Um, and then ultimately, you have organizations that not only look at the, uh, the activity level, but the efficiency of that activity. So you might have reps that are twice as uh, active as others. They may have more conversations, but ultimately it is the efficiency of those conversations. So the number of conversations that actually led to revenue um, that matters. And so uh, we try and show um, our customers through our best practices how to test and measure um, effectiveness of activities as well as which benchmarks can make a difference. Yeah, I think it's a great answer because to me, ultimately, sales productivity gets down to revenue, right? Right. I think that as an organization, you're investing, you're investing in the sales process yourself. You're investing, if you're the seller, you're investing sales time. And you have to have an understanding of 
how much revenue you're producing per unit of sales time. Correct. And, and at the end of the day, that's really it. It's, it's, the, it's the investment on not only the sales rep's time, but it's the investment of your prospect's time. So if they're spending a tremendous amount of their time talking to you, and ultimately that doesn't lead to revenue, you've wasted your time and you've wasted your prospect's time. Time that is clearly an example of a rep that needs some more training. Otherwise, uh, you're not going to get the ROI out of them, and uh, and uh, ultimately, you're not going to get the sale. Yeah, and they're going to go back and repeat the same mistakes over and over again with every prospect. Where the prospect's not getting an ROI from talking to your rep, and yeah, it's the worst of all possible worlds. Absolutely. So, what is the and you see this from both your customer side as well as your own side. So, what's the biggest challenge you have in building a high velocity sales team so a couple challenges there uh number one i think finding hiring top sales talent and uh that is combined with um finding top sales talent that isn't necessarily wedded to how they've sold in the past Uh, i think that technology uh is changing incredibly rapidly and i think with that uh, the buyer uh, and how they buy is changing just as rapidly so the ability to hire people who who are trainable coachable uh, who know how to ask great questions and do quite a bit of listening uh, who are curious um, and who can understand how to utilize uh, the technology that's available to move prospects forward uh, is really important. I think uh, some of the challenges that a lot of businesses I see face um, is they bring in people who have sold successfully at a former company and they have challenges uh, selling at the new company. And and that's for a variety of reasons. One, they may be uh, so set in their ways um, that they can't, uh, they can't reposition. That might be that there's no easy way for them to, uh, to work within the confines of a new sales process. Uh, and three, they may simply be incapable of, or, 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 uh, maybe not incapable of, but, uh, hesitant to try new things. Right. Unwilling to change. Right. You got it. Yeah. Well, I think it's a, it's a great point. What I was really curious about is, and not to overuse the word curious, but is when you're describing sort of the nature of the person you were looking for, it, it, it's funny, it really sort of varied from the description you really see in a lot of the prototypical job descriptions for inside sales professionals. That's, you know, they want the hunter, they want the aggressive person, they want the extrovert. And you're, you're talking about somebody that listens, somebody that's curious, somebody that's a problem solver. You know, I wrote a blog post earlier this year that talked about that that uh, dichotomy, if you will, that, that really you want the people that are more the curious problem solver listener types because they're the ones who are most likely to engage with that, that customer and the customer will engage and build trust with them. So I was curious to hear you hear you say that because it seems like there's this, there is this dichotomy. Yeah, I think you raise a really good point, Andy. Uh, what I did tell you is I actually have a uh, background in clinical psychology. I have both a master's and a doctorate in clinical psych, and I was a practicing clinician for several years. 
And uh, through that experience, I, I learned quite a bit about uh, communication. I learned quite a bit about asking questions and listening. And one of the things that's fascinating that you see quite a bit in psychology is uh, communication difficulties. People want to be understood. People want to be heard. And yet you can have two people sitting in a room talking to one another, and they're simply not communicating. They're talking over each other. So they're talking around each other. And if you take that and you apply that to your sales reps, your sales teams, their ability to understand the prospect's pain, only that the pain the prospect may be having uh, they may, through listening, can de determine what spend their time selling to that particular prospect. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, so, okay. Appreciate those answers. Great answers. Now we're moving to the last segment of the show. I ask you some rapid-fire questions. You can give me single-word answers, or you can elaborate if you wish. Are you ready? I'm ready. So, what's the most powerful sales tool in your arsenal? Ring DNA. Who's your sales role model? Well, you're one of them, Andy, quite oh, thank frankly. You. Thank you. I wasn't fishing for that answer, but thank you. Uh, no, I've learned quite a bit through uh, both your books as well as your blogs. Uh, I, I love the process uh, that, that you outline and certainly love the, uh, the techniques that you describe. I think it's been uh, invaluable. We actually prescribe your book to all of our reps. So thank you for putting the great content out there. And I'm certainly not brown-nosing. I'm just uh, I'm an admirer. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I don't want people listening to think I only bring people on the show that like my books. Um, uh, uh, so, favorite music to listen to to psych yourself up for an important sales call? Uh, heavy metal. Heavy metal. Any, any particular band? Rage Against the Machine. Rage Against the Machine. Okay. Excellent answer. So, what's your definition of value in sales? Uh, my definition of value in sales is... Uh, providing a solution that's worth the investment. What's your favorite social media tool? LinkedIn by far. And the one last question. The one question you get asked most frequently by salespeople is? How do I sell more? Love it. Great question to get asked. What's your answer? By being more effective and spending more time being more productive and less time selling. I love it. I love it. So I want to thank you for joining me today. My guest has been Howard Brown, founder and CEO of RingDNA. Howard, please tell people how they can find out more about RingDNA. Uh, you could go to our website, uh, ringdna.com. You could go to Twitter, forward slash ringdna, or you can uh, ask Andy. That's right. You come to our website afterwards on the podcast page, so there'll be contact information for RingDNA. So. Remember, everybody, make it a part of your day every day to deliberately learn something new to help you accelerate your sales. And if you listen to the show today, I think we helped you with that. So until next time, this is Andy Paul. Good selling, everyone. Thanks for listening to the show. If you like what you heard and want to make sure you don't miss any upcoming episodes, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher.com. For more information about today's guests, visit my website at andypaul.com.